Hey there, and welcome to the Digital Nomad Life Podcast. I'm your host, Krista, aka Christabella Travels, also known as the founder of the Digital Nomad Life Academy. And today, I am sitting on a park bench in Bulgaria <laughs> with my previous client, Howard, who is here. So, Howard, I am so excited to just, yeah, have you share your story about how you went from being... Can we say a normie, like a regular? We were you were kind of doing the travel thing already. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, normie. That's a that's a new word for me this week. Oh, but, really? um, yeah, definitely. Oh, let me just put this in context too. So Howard and I, we are both, like I said, in Bulgaria. We are at an event called Nomad Fest, and now you're a digital nomad. So we're going to talk about that yeah. transition. And uh, yeah, can't wait to hear your story. So why don't we start with you talking about? what you do right now, yep. and then we'll backtrack to how you got started. Yeah, okay. So right now, I'm working on the social media management business, and also on the side, doing a bit of my own content creation for solo backpacking, and through the program, and I guess I didn't see myself going into that at all, until we started going down the career assessment process, and I realized that I actually had quite a lot of skills that took me into that. So that's why I'm here this week at the Nomad Fest, because you invited me along and just said, you know, there's this Nomad Fest going on. So I thought I'd come here, network, and learn a lot about the whole life of nomading. It's been a really good week for that. And now I'm sat on the park bench in Bulgaria doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy how much has changed in, I mean, it's literally been five months, I think. Like, yeah. Right now it's July, so we started in February. Yeah. So five months. <laughs> okay, so... Some of the some of the people who are listening will have heard about my whole process on how I help people go from having, quote, no idea where to start all the way to actually, yeah, booking their first one-way plane ticket and making money from anywhere. Yeah. But then some people have never heard about this career assessment process or anything. So I would love just to hear from your perspective what the journey was like when we initially became introduced and um, yeah just kind of the early stages of that process yeah from when i first spoke to you that was just through instagram dms because i'd heard about the program through this podcast actually mm -hmm. at the time i was working on the farm in australia and i had a lot of time so i got in touch with you after hearing the podcast and that's how i ended up hearing about the program and you were really clear about, you asked all my questions uh, that I had, and I decided to enroll in the program. And then with the career assessment progress, I guess from the start, you sent us a load of homework to start on, which involved looking at what skills we might have, and there's a big loads of worksheets to go through, which I actually flew through. I was quite confident in answering them, a lot of things resonated with me, but none of it made sense. And then you took us onto a group call where you assessed our homework as such, and it's quite quite, ir quite ironic there's a tractor over <laughs> well, there we're sitting at a park bench with a tractor there's birds there's a dog <laughs> it's all good actually but this is a good point to pause so yeah. just because i like to put everything into context in case it's someone new listening yeah so yeah basically what i do in my work as a digital nomad coach is that i take people who want to become digital nomads but they're not quite sure and it sounds like you were in this position yeah definitely because you were working on a farm right so you were you were like how do i take whatever my actual skills are, what are my actual skills, and how can I make those into a digital nomad career? Yeah. So then I, like you said, I give you a ton of homework. Yeah. <laughs> I give you so much homework, but then by the time you finish the homework, 
I think the reason why the process works so well is because you've just surfaced, surfaced, surfaced all this stuff about yourself. And then when I look at your career assessment form, then I can suggest things to you. Yeah, I guess you made it make sense sort of thing. Um, it wasn't making sense. And all of a sudden you looked at it and went, oh, you've, you've said you like content creation and videography and social media. And I guess that was always there in my head. It's just I needed someone to point it out and go, oh, maybe why didn't you look at working in this? And then all of a sudden it clicked, I guess. Yeah, it was on the call that you went through and we sort of made a little life plan of what I could start in and where my career could go, which... Again, it sounds easier than it sort of seemed to me at the time, but you just made it quite clear and yeah. Okay, so zooming into the career assessment process and you were saying it wasn't really making sense and now looking back, it makes perfect sense and it's actually really simple. And maybe, I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth, but maybe the thought is, oh, how come I didn't have that answer myself? And do you have any insight on that like maybe why you didn't have that answer yourself um that's a good question <laughs> i guess life is quite i know confusing at the time and from a personal point of view i was in a place where i didn't really know what i was doing and where i was going so that was probably conflicting a lot of my thoughts anyway but i think in general it's quite hard to know what you're meant to do in life sort of thing and I guess for most people you never really sit down at least through school or at least not in the UK I didn't we never really sat down and went through what skills like we had or we might want to have and what kind of career you could then follow you're just meant to know it which makes absolutely no sense why we you know expected just to know what we're meant to do so it was probably the first time I've worked on you know doing some career a career assessment as such mm -hmm. and once I had the skills down that I actually have in life and worked through those talking to you and on the group call that we had going through that process it then started to become clearer that I had some skills that I could work online and all of a sudden I had more of a career plan than I've ever had in my 25 years of life at that point love it yeah love it love it love it yeah I think that um so at this point I've probably done I don't know like 200 50 career assessments or something like so many and what I have found is really a pattern with doing these for people is that they often do have this moment where they're like oh yeah of course like I can't believe I didn't think about that yeah and I think the reason why is because very similar to what you said we're in in our normal life we're not really primed to be entrepreneurs first of all it's like society is putting us into these boxes and so we suppress you know the the things that we're good at and when someone just gives us permission it's like oh no you don't actually have to fit into that box then it's like oh yeah okay yeah okay great and then you can just really move full steam ahead so i love to say that one of my jobs is just giving people permission to be themselves it's, it's the best Anyway, okay, let's move on from the career assessment process. So once you get the idea, once you're like, okay, social media manager makes sense, how did that path feel for you at the time? Um, scary, I'd say, to start with, definitely. Because um, you're pursuing something new and, yeah, something that I didn't see myself doing. So to start it was... Um, yeah, scary, I'd say. And I think what got me over that line was connecting it back to why I wanted to do it, which was travel, which I knew was a passion of mine. And if I could then have a career 
that allowed me to travel that made me more confident and it was sort of getting through those barriers that got me to pursue it and once I realized what I could then go and achieve I guess the the scarcity sort of turned into a real passion to sort of try and chase chase my dreams I guess yeah so something that I talk a lot about is like do something that you're passionate about okay I am so grateful that now my job is like I I actually would almost rather do nothing more than work on my business, which hopefully we can keep that as a healthy relationship I have with my business. But anyway, I digress. I think that um, I talk about that a lot. And so I think for anybody listening there, what you just said about the reason why you're doing this, I think that if you get to a point where you're like, you know what, I'm not passionate about social media. That is totally okay. Or even if you were never passionate about social media, but you at least were good at it and you found a demand for it yeah. and you were doing it, it still enabled you to live your life in a passionate way. And I think that that is a really important distinction because yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like we can have career satisfaction ultimately. And I think the more experience that we have actually working, the closer and closer we'll get to that. But at the beginning, it's like, even if you're why, the reason why you're doing something is to create a lifestyle that you really love and work is not painful and you're not answering to some crazy boss and yeah. you don't, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess, yeah, what's the point in working in a job that you're not enjoying that isn't allowing you to do the life that you don't enjoy anyway? So mm -hmm. at least if social media management wasn't the thing I wanted to do, it's allowing me to do the thing I do want, which is travel and work on the move, which yeah. is definitely a step forward from where I was. Just for context, I, I didn't really say I was sort of just working on farms and working working my ass off, really. Um, like which, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was working like 400 hour weeks to try and save up money to then go backpacking, which made sense to me at the time when it's what, you know, a lot of people work to say, like save up money and then go traveling. But those six months where I was working, I wasn't enjoying my life. And yeah, I got to a point where I just wanted to change it. So mm. I never want to go back to that stage. Yes. Okay, let's talk about what is available to you now that you are able to make money from the road. Like, what do you see happening over the next six months, maybe over the next year? What would you like to do? Tell me about your future life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm quite lucky that I've saved up money to live on, which I know is not the case for everyone that might be listening. So I've planned my travels probably more than I've planned everything else. And I'm basing everything else around that, I guess. But I'm traveling around Europe this summer and in and out of the UK, which I'm quite lucky as well to be able to go back to my parents and use that as a base. And then planning to go to South America later this year. And I think for the first time, it's nice to be able to plan that and plan what I want to do knowing that hopefully I'll be at a stage where I'm earning money from the career that I'm sort of chasing to, to live that life. So I've got a bit of a plan about where I want my career to go. Mm. I've got one client at the minute with social media management, and I've got targets for where I want to be with that later in the year. So hopefully I can achieve those and be earning money on the roads and traveling and living the dream. Mm. And at the same time, start living a healthier life because that's a big part that particularly men don't really talk about as well, I think, with mindset. I wasn't really in a good place 
when I was just working all the time, it's unhealthy for your brain to not be sleeping properly, that sort of thing. So I guess in general, by the end of the year, I want to be living a better life, which it already is. I didn't see myself at a nomad fest in Bansko in Bulgaria for a week. Yeah. And yeah, traveling across Bulgaria, at least um, the next couple of weeks as well. So yeah, I guess that's sort of a rough outline of what I'm going to be doing over the next six months to a year. Yeah, it's crazy how everything kind of has really come full circle. It's interesting to look back to the time when you got started. And I don't know if you remember, but on the sort of the first masterclass that you came in on, we did a meditation where you sort of imagine yourself in a nomadic situation. Do you remember where you went in that meditation? Yeah. So yeah, you obviously got us to that was the first time I've meditated, by the way, as well, which was already a new experience for me straight away. Mm. Yeah, you wanted us to go to where we looked to be, I think, a year from that point. Yeah. I went to this cafe in a small back street of Lisbon oh. in Portugal, yeah. and it was a really sunny day. I was sat there having a coffee, working from my laptop, and yeah, I just remember that being where I wanted to be which is somewhere you've lived before right yeah 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 yeah. i love lisbon it's a great digital nomad capital so if you're going to be in europe for a little while definitely go check it out yeah it's really funny i've had several of my clients come to me and they message me like a year or two years later and they're like you'll never believe where i am like even the light fixtures are exactly the same (laughs) i like have goosebumps now but Anyway, actually, to put this little story into context, so um, I am really big on mindset, meditation, just everything, anything that has to do with being able to visualize your future. So we've kind of alluded to that a few times in this podcast where you spoke about your why, like the reason why you're doing the thing. You talked about meditating. You talked about uh, having your mind in the right place as yeah. well and that it wasn't. And I would love to dive into that a little bit more in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, when I first start working with anybody, I do have them do this visualization where they see themselves on the other side of the entire process. And I think that really, really supports my clients in having this anchor of like, okay, even when it gets tough, because it does get tough. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It it gets tough to be creating your own business, going against the status quo, shocking your friends and family, having, you know, putting yourself up in the face of criticism and judgment. People probably thinking that you're crazy for wanting to do this thing yeah yeah tell me about all of that I think my mum thinks I'm crazy in general but um (laughs) I guess yeah trying to explain to people that you're going to work in online especially from the sort of background I was in being agriculture that's not an online industry at all yeah trying to get people to understand it is it's always been tough explaining backpacking and that sort of thing anyway but yeah just throwing myself at it and I think learning to just go with it and not really care about what they think. But in general, I've had quite a good experience. Most people have supported what I'm doing, which nice. which is nice. Yeah, I'm very lucky like that. And my parents, um, I joke for my mum thinks I'm crazy. She, she does, but she sort of fully supports what I do all the time. She just accepts that I'm not coming home. Aww. Um. Okay, to Howard's mom, if you're listening, we're sending you lots of love. <laughs> okay, so you were talking about your mindset at the beginning and how you weren't really in a great place. And were you saying that you maybe weren't super aware that you weren't in a good place? Or can you just speak a little bit more about that? Because I think that there's something that I've really found in this in this work is that people make it normal to be unhappy in their situation and it doesn't have to be that way. So anyway, could you speak a little bit more just about your frame of mind at the time? Yeah, um, 
I think at the time I'd never come across any sort of mindset work or like I said, never meditated, anything like that. And I think definitely as a male in what is a very male dominated industry, which agriculture was for me at the time, working on mindset is something that is sort of maybe judged or just almost not allowed, I guess. Mm. So I'd never, I knew I wasn't entirely happy, but I guess looking at, at that and trying to find why I wasn't happy was something I'd never come across uh, so that part of the program in terms of content the mindset and the mindset workshops that have been on the program have been really useful for me to connect with that and like I said as a male I think that's something that we don't really do as well as a lot of females do mm-hmm. and I've definitely learned to love myself a bit more and work out why I might not be happy and it's definitely helped me to process a lot of things and like I said become a lot healthier in my mindset Great. Yeah. So happy to hear that feedback. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. For anybody listening as well. So I work with my clients. If they're a VIP client, like Howard was, then we are in communication all the time and we're really going deep into your personal experiences. But even if you're not a VIP client, if you're a, I don't know, a normal student of the Digital Nomad Life Academy, the DNLA, we have lots of workshops every month and a lot of them have to do with your mindset and your energy and, you know, goal setting and accountability and all that. So, uh, yeah, there's lots of really cool things to help shape, um, your, yeah, your, your mindset. So I know what mindset is and I, I know cause I teach it, but I'm curious, how would you define it? And if you were telling someone who wants to be a digital nomad and they're not yet, what is it and why is it so important in your own words? That is a very good question. <laughs> you don't have to get it right. There's no right answer. I don't think I'm going to get it right. But mindset is just, for me at least, where, where you're at in your own heads or my own heads. Um, I guess learning to recognize where I am with what I'm feeling and why I might be feeling those feelings, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's probably how I would describe it. And I think that's important sort of for anyone listening whether you're whether they're looking at joining the program or not it's just important to go and look at those things and learn a bit more about it because that's something that I've really yeah valued and it allows me to I guess sort of qualify why I might do some things if that sort of makes sense yeah yeah (laughs) now we've got some screaming kids over there screaming in the corner (laughs) I don't know I don't know if the mic will pick that up but either way we're doing an authentic raw sitting outside in the park clip because that's just what the nomad life is yeah. right? when you're traveling you just got to roll with the punches it's not perfect and, but <laughs> yeah and and life isn't you know and um i think that is just actually this is this is my last question what would you say to someone who wants to have this kind of perfectly imperfect fly by the seat of your pants travel the world kind of lifestyle where you know, maybe you're making a lot of money one month and not so much the next month and just there's some uncertainty about it. But yeah, what would you say to someone who thinks they want it? They're not sure. They're hesitant. They're scared. What do you think? I guess, except I assume most people listening to this podcast want to travel and, you know, are looking at becoming a digital nomad, except that we are all just black sheep that do weird things, which some people will never understand. And some reason, sometimes you can't explain that, but I think learning to accept that and just accept if you do want to go and chase this sort of life, just to go and do it. I know that's easier said than done, but just dive right in, you know, go, go all in and 
start working on it what's the worst that can happen you have to go back to doing what you're doing and if you're okay with that right now then you know make the leap and if you have to go back that's absolutely fine and i think just learning to dive dive in and go for it is probably what i'd say mm-hmm. just yeah except that you want to be a black sheep and you've got to go for it love that answer yeah i love that answer for so many reasons first of all i love to use the term black sheep because that, that is the term i use all the time actually when someone joins the Digital Limit Life Academy, there's a Slack channel that says, hello, black sheep, and everyone just gets to introduce themselves as the black sheep that they always have been. Yeah. And then they come in and they're in this community of like hundreds of other black sheep. And everybody's like, wait a minute, we're actually just rainbow sheep. <laughs> when we're all together, we can just be weirdos and go travel the world. And people don't have to understand, just like you said. Yeah. I mean, people that want to go stay in a nine to five and do all the things that they are supposed to do, get married at a certain age, retire at a certain age, but they can, that's fine. And we don't have to, Yeah, we don't have to. So we can keep being the black sheep, but uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Anyway, this has been so fun. Yeah, it's so been great. Cool to, Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so fun to hang out with you in person. Like yeah. we got to spend time together this week, which is awesome. Yeah, and it's been a really good week. Really excited to follow the rest of your nomad journey yeah. and to keep having you inside of the DNLA. So I'm sure we'll be seeing each other online a lot on those live calls too. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Howard. And uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for dealing with our interesting surroundings and uh see you in the next episode